0: Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple. Whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in our homeschool, or you'll just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe that the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we will naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it will be to live more simply. Oh boy, so last week we did not have a podcast episode. I have been through the ringer. I'm going to tell you all about that in just a minute, but it has been a doozy, I was going to say, of a few weeks, but really almost a month. Uh, You'll hear all about what's going on over here. Before I start, I wanted to thank our podcast sponsor, Apologia, Apologia. Apologia is a publisher of Christian resources for the homeschooling family. Right now, they have lots of great deals going on for fall, so please check them out at apologia.com. There is also a free ebook that you can download over there. I will link to that ebook in the podcast um, webpage for this episode. And thank you to Apologia for sponsoring the Simply Living for Him podcast. So yes, we have been through quite the ringer. I think I told you guys about this on the podcast maybe the last time I was on here. Um, But it has just been getting worse progressively as the month has gone on. If you follow me on social media, you will know that We have been sick, sick, sick in the DeBuse household. So we got goats. That was our big news. And I think my last podcast episode, I was mentioning that we got goats a couple of weeks ago for the little guy, for my almost 10-year-old little farmer boy. And they're really fun and great. And we were excited to get them. And uh, we haven't been able to spend too much time with them up until this week because We have been very sick. Um, It started out, we are almost at four weeks ago when this mess started. Um, Actually, maybe it was three weeks ago. I don't know. It's all a blur. But uh, we started out with a mild illness. What seemed to be mild turned into more severe illness. And with the risk of sparing you all these crazy details, it ended with chest x-rays for two of my children, emergency room visits. several doctor visits and just when we thought we were in the clear today one more child came down with pink eye and an ear infection. So we're at the tail end. I actually um, and Steve we actually had it over the weekend partially. We didn't have it nearly as bad as the kids did but if you notice my voice is a little bit off and I might be coughing a little bit during this podcast but I hope that I won't uh, have to do that. So anyway, it's just been a doozy, and I, I've been admitting this freely. I, I've, you know, I've talked about anxiety on the podcast. I've talked about anxiety on the blog. I've, you know, talked about it whenever I talk about my story because I really believe in being real and transparent. And I have overcome anxiety um, and worry in the past, and and God has really worked in me on that area. But what I realized is when something like this happens and, you know, kids keep getting sick and we're talking pneumonia and x-rays and swollen glands and testing this and that. And, um, I, I go right down that road again of worry. So God certainly has a lot more work to do on me. I've been, um, trying to be real about the struggle that I've been through the past week, which was a, uh, struggle that I don't, you know, I don't like to, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't like to um have to to share these things but you know for somebody who has talked about how I've overcome a lot of my anxiety when it comes back I'm going to admit to you you know what I I struggled this past week and I failed a little bit um I went down that road of of letting worry start to consume me so I have kind of pulled myself out of that thankfully um spending time with the lord and just asking him to um to help me because this is an area where I really can't do it alone, which is what we're going to talk about actually on the podcast today, even more so. Um, so anyway, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. Last week, I did not get a podcast episode out. Um, I was, it was like having a newborn again. I was so sleepless last week. I couldn't even think straight. I had had one of my children up with fevers several nights in a row, and one of those nights we ended up going to the emergency room and you know what, it brought me back to those days when you're up at three in the morning and I realized I need my sleep. (laughs) So I was very sleepless and not well last week. And um, we're praying now that the worst is over. So thank you all who out there have been praying for me. I know I've kind of touched on it on social media where I've been um, letting you guys know that we were dealing with this illness and um, you guys have been great supporters and encouragers. So thank you for the messages and the emails and all that. So today I wanted to talk about Um, homeschooling. I wanted to do a, a topic today on the podcast. You know, I don't always talk about homeschooling. You guys know I'm a homeschooler. But here at Simply Living for Him, I don't consider this just a homeschooling uh, ministry at all. My ministry is really to all women, mostly women, um, that want to simplify their lives and want to seek Jesus. You know, I'm all about keeping our eyes fixed on Him. How do we live this life well and intentionally and not let the things of this world clutter up our lives? And how do we stay focused on Him? And so a lot of that applies actually to my homeschool and homeschool is, you know, a big part of our life. It's, it's our lifestyle, what we do. So I do like to, uh, kind of bring the homeschooling topic into these podcasts every once in a while. I know a lot of you out there, listen, are homeschoolers. And I know there's a great many of you who are not, if you are not, that doesn't mean you need to stop listening because I know that this episode will encourage you, you know, you can substitute homeschooling for any calling or anything. Thing that you are at in your life. And I think the principles will apply just the same. So I titled this one um, that I never should have homeschooled. <laughs> and you're probably reading that and you're like, what? I thought you loved homeschooling. Would you regret it? No, I don't regret it at all. But I'm being completely honest when I say that I never should have homeschooled. I, Karen abuse in the flesh, never should have homeschooled. But you know what? God called me to and because of him I have been able to do this and so like I said you can insert whatever it is if you're not a homeschooler you can insert whatever it is um, into that blank of homeschooling and apply this to you but many of you know my story about homeschooling and I, I just wanted to share it quickly again here so you get an understanding of what this episode will be about so we're um I have four children. The oldest is 17 and the youngest will be 10 in 2 weeks and so we have been homeschooling since my oldest was kindergarten and here we are she's a senior in high school getting ready to graduate this year and move on to the next phase of her life. And so it's been an amazing journey and when we began this journey it was never my intention to really do anything that we're doing. I had no clue what I was in for back then. All I knew was that I didn't want to under school. And it really came out of left field. I had never intended to homeschool. I had not much knowledge about homeschooling. I really didn't understand what homeschooling was. But I had this, um, this issue <laughs> that came about the year that she was to be starting kindergarten, which was I just felt that she wasn't supposed to go to school. Now, looking back, I did not at all have a clue that it meant we were going to homeschool and we were going to homeschool long-term. In fact, when people started talking to me about homeschooling, I thought they were crazy. I was like, no, that, I don't want to send her to school, but I want to do that. So, you know, it really was, um, God was calling me. When I look back, I know that this kind of feeling I had about not wanting to send her to school was really a calling, and God was starting to place that calling in my heart. But it's been such a journey. So um, many of you know the story that I had planned on homeschooling for probably just one year to kind of get it out of my system. I really, truly felt God was calling me to do it. However, I didn't want to. And I shared this story more in depth on, um, another podcast episode called The Unlikely Homeschooler. You can find that in the archives and I'll link it. You can also, uh, read about it in my book called Home, which is available on Amazon. Um, but I really, you know, thought we would just kind of get it out of my system. I felt God's calling me to do this, but I don't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. Um, mostly because I'm being completely honest, which is what I do with you guys. Mostly because I thought it was weird and I didn't want people to think I was weird. I'm being real there. That's really one of the main reasons I didn't want to do it. Um, partially because I didn't think I could do it. Um, and I also had a lot of opposition from my family, my parents, um, not from Steve, but um, you know he was all on board. But I had a lot of opposition from my parents. And They were like, you know, my mom had worked in public school her whole life. So she, you know, really um, was against homeschooling. And, you know, they gave me all the reasons why I shouldn't do it. And, you know, a lot of the reasons I look back and I was like, I was in agreement. I wasn't organized enough. I wasn't a teacher by training. I wasn't disciplined enough. I didn't really know what I was doing. And guess what? They were right. Those, those statements are absolutely true. But guess what? Let me introduce you to my God. Let me tell you about my God because he is the one that can equip you. So, you know, if you're out there and you're thinking, well, I can't homeschool because my kids won't listen to me. That's what everybody says. And I'm like, but they're supposed to. You know what I mean? Like, that's one of the main things people say to me. Well, I need them to listen to somebody else. They won't listen to me. When you really hear that statement, it doesn't make sense. They're supposed to listen to you, number one. But I mean, I was right there too. I remember thinking she needs to be social. She needs to answer to other people. I'm not disciplined enough to do this. I'm not smart enough. I'm not organized enough. I, by nature, I am not very organized. I have to work really hard at being organized. Um, you know, I don't have the ability to do this, but God, but God, And so those statements were absolutely true. And if you're out there telling yourself those statements, they may be absolutely true as well. If God is calling you to do something, he will absolutely equip you to do it. That's the beautiful thing about walking with God. You don't do these things on your own. You realize your weaknesses. You realize that without him, you can't do these things. But if he calls you to something, if he calls a missionary to the mission field, is he not going to equip them? If he calls somebody to pastor a church, is he not going to equip them? If he calls somebody to, you know, adoption, fostering, um, whatever it may be, you know, we all have these different callings, whatever ministry, whatever role. I mean, how many of us, when we had kids, we were like, we have no idea what we're doing, right? But God equips us and he equips us when we go to him and we accept that. And we say, look, I don't want to do this on my own. I don't want to do this. I can't do this. See, the world tells us you can do anything. You can, you know, set your mind to it and you can do it. And that's partially true, but the world tells us to do it in our own strength. The Bible tells us to do things in God's strength. And you know what? I saw that this past week when I was talking to you about my worry and my fears and everything. I had to literally like, I I can get consumed by negative thoughts and what if, and what if, and you know, all these things. And especially when it comes to health and especially when it comes to my children's health. I mean, who doesn't worry, right? But I can literally take it too far. And so I had to say, okay, God, I am admitting that I actually cannot stop these negative thoughts. Like I need you to do it. And then he takes over, but we have to fully surrender. So whatever he's calling us to, yes, I I never should have homeschooled. Like I said, I, Karen DeBuse, in the flesh. I never should have homeschooled, but God, God wanted me to homeschool. I truly believe that he called me to do it so that he could show me his power. I mean, he has shown me so much through this journey of homeschooling in the past 13 years that I could never have imagined. So... He is the one who supplies everything I need. I mean, there are so many times that I am convinced I'm ruining my children. And you know what? After 13 years, you would think that goes away, and it doesn't. Just last week when I was sort of in this um, woe is me mode and worry mode, and I'm, I'm, I'm being honest with you, just because I've overcome a lot of it doesn't mean I've arrived. It creeps back in, and it creeped back in last week big time. And, you know, I was completely in one of those, um, moods where I'm thinking, oh my goodness, you know, especially cause now that we're sick and we're falling a little bit behind, I feel like in our school work and I start to think, what have I done? You know, my kids, I've ruined them. They're not going to know enough. Um, they're not going to be prepared. And, why did I ever do this? Why didn't I just send them to school? Right. You know, so even I go through that, it really never goes away. It changes. There are some, you know, seasons where I am really confident and really staying close to the Lord. That's the key. Um, because when you're close to the Lord, you're filling your mind with truth. Um, But when you are focusing on your thoughts and your emotions and not filling your mind with truth, you go down that wrong path of listening to those lies and that negativity. Now, I fully believe that God called me to homeschool and I fully believe that I have done this only through his strength and with his strength. And um, I fully believe that he didn't bring me this far for my kids to fail, right? And you know what? As a parent now of a senior and we're looking at future and all that stuff, we, you know, it can get scary and it can be like, whoa, did we mess up? Should I put her in school? Maybe she would have done better on her SAT. Maybe she would have, you know, gotten into better colleges or whatever. And I'm just saying that hypothetically because we've only applied to one college so far and she got in. So um, I'm not, I'm not saying that in our situation, but you know, we can ask ourselves these things, And what I keep reminding myself and my daughter is this is exactly how God intended it to be. He, if you didn't score a perfect score in your SAT, well, then this is what God intended for you. And, you know, she has some, a certain school that she, you know, is hopeful to get into and she understands. And I keep reminding her, if you don't get in, That's God closing the door and who wants to be out of his will, not us. So that's not where you're meant to be. And this whole journey from beginning to end is all about what is God's plan for our life, you know, and um, watching that unfold. We have to kind of flip-flop our thinking. Instead of thinking, you know, about homeschooling as I need to do this and homeschooling is going to achieve all these things for me or for my children, we have to look at it and say, okay, this is a calling and God has called us to this. So we will do it and we will let his plans for our lives and my children's lives unfold. You know, we can get very caught up in the, in the reasons we're doing it and how to do it, especially how to do it, right? The proper method and the proper curriculum and the proper planner and the proper system and the proper, you know, everything so that, you know, practicing for tests and all these things, or we can get settled in the fact that this is a calling from God and we're going to take day by day asking God every single moment, moment by moment, you know, what's next. We want to follow you. We want to seek you. You know, Matthew six thirty three. we want to seek you first and trust that your plans will fall into place. So, we have to kind of reverse our thinking. Homeschooling isn't this thing that's going to save your children. It isn't this thing that's going to get your children to Harvard. It isn't this thing that's going to protect them from all the evils of the world. If you are homeschooling, Look at it as this is your calling and what is the purpose in it for your family? Why does God want you to do it? So if you're just starting out, maybe you're just thinking about homeschooling. Maybe you're listening to this episode because you're like looking for answers. You know, should I homeschool? So many people ask me that. Should I homeschool? Or they say to me, like I said, I shouldn't homeschool because, and they give me all the reasons why. Take all of that out of the equation and just seek God just be still before him and seek him. That summer that I was wrestling, I was literally wrestling with God over this decision, telling him, no, 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 I don't want to do it. And I kept feeling that he was saying, oh, yes, you are. You're going to do it. What I ended up doing was just stop, stopping all the You know, the lists of the pros and cons, the research on the internet, the asking everybody, the reading the books about it. And I just sat still before him for a long time and just got close to him in the word and read his word and listened. You know, we do a lot of talking when it comes to, to, you know, us and, and God and saying, you know, this is what I want, you know, is this right? Or... I don't want to do this, and these are the reasons why. And Sometimes we just need to be still and listen, and that means getting in your word and reading and journaling thoughts and really listening without your own agenda because my agenda was that I never should have homeschooled. My agenda was that she was going to school, and I had gotten so far as to sign her up for the school, and I had to... um undo that because I knew that God was calling me to something different. So we have to, whatever it is, whether you're thinking about homeschooling, whether you're thinking about another major life decision, or you're feeling that God is calling you to something rather than, you know, turning it over in your mind. Cause that's, I mean, I'm the queen of that. Trust me. I'm the queen of turning over everything in my mind, every which way. Just simply being still and quiet and trusting God to be God because His plans are so different sometimes than what we think. I never planned on homeschooling, and even when I finally did, it was like I was dipping my toe in the water. I was like, All right, God, I know you're calling me into these waters but I'm going to dip my toe in. I'm going to say we're going to do it for one year. I know you're telling me to homeschool, but I'll do it for one year, kind of you know, get it out of my system, and then I'll just go and do what I want. And God was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not how it works in my in my system. And so after that first year, we were like, yeah, we're, we're liking this. We're going to keep doing it. And every year, though, I, you know, would say, well, we'll stop when they get to middle school or we'll stop when they get to high school. And as the years went on, what happened was God changed my heart. He changed me from, we'll do this for one year to, all right, maybe up to middle school to, all right, maybe up to high school. to we're doing this, you know, all the way. And so now when people ask me, well, they stopped asking me actually now, because I think most people realize that we've been doing this a long time. But for a while, people would say, well, how long are you going to homeschool? Like, when are you going to give up this crazy idea, right? You know, and I finally realized this wasn't about me and what I wanted. So I finally said, well, God called me to do this, and I'll stop when he tells me to stop. And that eliminates you turning over all those thoughts in your mind all the time. Should we do this another year? Should we do, you know? I mean, there's, yes, there's a certain amount of planning that goes into this, you know, and you have to think for the future. But what I'm saying is we don't get stuck in that and we don't start to rely on our thoughts and ourselves and what everybody else is telling us to do. There's a time where we give the control over from ourselves to him. And we're open to listening to what He has to say and making choices and decisions and discerning things based on what God is telling you and what the Word of God is telling you and what you're learning when you're with Him in His Word. And so we can very much, um, like I said, live the opposite of that. We can very much think what we want, what we plan, what we think we're capable of And then take it to God. Or we can build our relationship with God. We can get really close with Him. We can spend so much time with Him that the decisions become easy. The discernment is there because we are filled up with the truth of God's Word and we know Him first. So we have to sort of reverse our thinking. It's not about like, I'm going to make all these decisions and then I'm going to pray to God about it. You know, same thing with our future now with my daughter going to college. Like there's like five sort of um, options that we're looking at, you know, and they're all completely different, different schools, different programs, different options for what she can do next year. And they're all very different. And so... We could go crazy going back and forth saying, well, you can't do this one because you're not capable or you should do this one or this is the best way. And we would go crazy because like I said, right now, there's five options that are all very different. So what we've done is been like, okay, these are the options and now we are just praying And waiting on the Lord and trusting Him to reveal each day, you know, a step closer to what it's going to be. But not getting ahead of ourselves. I keep reminding her and myself, we have a year yet. And a lot can happen in that time. When I first decided to homeschool 13 years ago, I would have paralyzed myself if I tried to figure out what the end was going to be. I never, ever Ever would have imagined that we would, number one, still be doing it at this point in our lives. Number two, that God has given me a ministry that was birthed out of our journey, of our homeschooling journey, that he has given me a speaking ministry. He has given me a writing ministry. He has given me, you know, a community out there with the Simply Living for Him uh, ministry. I never, I mean, who would have sat there and said, okay, I'm going to homeschool and then in a few years I'm going to start writing about it and then I'm going to write a book about it and then I'm going to become a speaker and then I'm going to have a podcast and I'm going to travel the country with the kids and we're going to speak about it. Who does that, right? So we have to be very careful when we try to make all these plans. We can't even imagine. So the, the thing to remember is I said that I never could homeschool. I wasn't organized, I wasn't disciplined, I wasn't smart enough, I, you know, I didn't know what I was doing, Um, my kids won't listen to me, they need to be social, blah, 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 all those things, right? (laughs) Guess what? not only has God given me the ability to do this, and by no means am I perfect, I fail many times at it, but yet we continue to go to Him and seek Him and, you know, grow on this journey. Not only has he given me the ability to see this thing through, he has given me a ministry. He has given me relationships with people I never would have met. The list is far greater than I could ever list right now. Of all the things that have been birthed out because I said yes in obedience to that, he has given me a relationship with my parents that has exceeded what I ever could have dreamed of, because if you guys know the story that they were very, 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 very against me homeschooling, and we, our relationship I thought was going to be very damaged because of it, I even thought perhaps we're not going to have a relationship because they were so angry. They have now not only accepted homeschooling, they are my biggest fans. They are cheerleaders of homeschooling. They have gone from thinking it was the worst thing I could do to it was the best thing I could do. But would I ever have imagined that back then? Absolutely not. So if I had stopped there and said, I have no business homeschooling and I should not do this, I would have missed out on so very much, (coughs) excuse me, I would have missed out on a million things that I could never even, like I said, list, but you know. Growth spiritually, growth with our family, uh, family experiences, ministry, all that stuff. Homeschooling is just a tool that God used for me to obey and say yes. So what is God asking you to do today? What is he, you know, calling you to? Is or If you're maybe in the thick of homeschooling and you're like, I've been in this place many times on the journey. If you're in the thick of it listening right now and you're like, no, I just can't, I can't do this anymore. I'm not saying that you should, that, you know, God, is, that you should. And, and if you, if you just rely on God, he'll give you the ability. What I'm saying is. Are you seeking Him and taking out all of your thoughts from it and just seeking Him? Maybe He is going to call you to put them in school. I mean, that's between you and the Lord, not between you and me. Maybe He is calling you out of it. But how do we know if we are constantly wrestling with our own thoughts and not with Him? How do we know if we're listening to all the other voices and not to His? So I truly believe that He's going to call us to different things and they're, they're going to be hard. They're supposed to be, or we wouldn't be able to rely on him. Like if he had called me to homeschool back then and I said, great, we're going to do this. This is so easy and I can do it. I've got it. I don't need anyone's help. That would not have been growth <laughs> at all. Right. I would have been relying on myself. And so I believe that for many of us, when it gets hard is because God is showing us that he wants us to rely on him. So if you're in the thick of it and you're saying, I just can't do this anymore. I'm not disciplined. I'm not organized. I'm not whatever. I'm going crazy. Because believe me, I've been there. I've been there going crazy. I've been there. Trust me. That is when we have to say, all right, God. It's all about you. I'm taking myself out of it because I can't do this on my own. I can only do it when I rely on you. And trust that he will see you through. He will give you the ability. He will fill in the gaps. He will give you the strength. Like I said before, I could not, I I was not equipped. But let me tell you about my God. My God equips me. My God prepared, he prepared this journey for me long ago. And there were times I wanted to give up along the way. I looked at the local Christian school one year. There were times, but that, that deep voice that when you know it's God, that, that deep uh, voice was telling me, don't give up. I will walk you through it. And, you know, I had that feeling today, just today, going to the doctor's office with my kids. You know, I told you we were all sick and all this was going on. And, and the doctor had wanted to follow up with my son for some things that he was um, a little concerned about. And I was driving today and I was like, I, I texted Steve actually before the doctor. I said, I'm done. Like, I am done. And, you know, I just said to God, I'm done. And you know what? That's, I think, where he wanted me. Good. Be done and let me take over. So I'm driving there and I'm just praying. And I I literally could just say the words, God is good. God is good. God is good. To keep the negative thoughts out of my head. And I realized that's where God wants me. He wants me to be done. I'm done. Like, I'm done Googling the symptoms, right? I'm done Googling, you know all these terrible things that are going on in my head. You know, what if it's this? What if it's that? I'm done. Because guess what? What if it is? God is still God. Worst case scenarios that we play in our minds does not erase that God is God. And that would go for, uh, like I would say, in the beginning of my homeschooling journey, if I had sat there and tried to figure it all out, like like I do when, you know, someone is sick, try to figure it all out and Google it. You don't know what the future holds, but you need to let go and let God. I know that's cliche, but that's what we need to do. I never should have homeschooled, but God, and I am so glad that I listened to that voice and I obeyed. Were there times when I didn't want to obey? Yes, there are still times when I, you know, go down that road. So I have not arrived yet on this one, but I have seen That when I let go and I let him do his work, let him be God, because I am not, it is exactly where he wants us. So whether he's calling you to homeschooling, he's calling you to some other um, thing in life, stop playing it all over in your head of why you can't and remember, he can. And if that is his plan for you, nothing Nothing can stop it. Not even all the thoughts in the world that you have, not even all your weaknesses. In fact, he's going to work through those weaknesses. So I hope this encouraged you. I hope that you learned a little bit more about our our homeschooling journey and, and how it's about so much more than homeschooling and how, no, I wasn't equipped to do this, but with God, anything is possible. And if he's calling you to do something, trust that he will equip you. Just seek him in his word. Know his word. That is the most important thing. Knowing God is more important than knowing everything. Let him reveal the plans to you. Let him work through your weaknesses. Stop telling him why you can't and let him work. So I thank you again for listening. One more thing before we end this podcast, I did want to tell you some exciting news. Simply Living for Him is coming to Wilson, North Carolina, January 11th to 12th at the Forest Hills Evangelical Presbyterian Church. It's a Friday night and a Saturday day. We're going to be hosting a women's event. So it's just for women, but it's not just for homeschoolers. It's for all women who want to seek Jesus above the noise of this world. We're going to talk about living more simply. We're going to talk about getting rid of distractions, getting rid of physical and mental clutter, but mostly we're going to talk about Jesus. And we're going to spend some time in wonderful fellowship together. Tickets are on sale right now. They're just $25. So I'm going to link to the uh Uh, the event in the webpage for this episode but if you want to join me i would love to see you if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you want to meet face to face i am going to come and hang out with you women in wilson north carolina so i would encourage you to go get your tickets now because space will be limited so go over to the website and you can find all the information thank you again for listening until the next time i wish you blessings and joy